0: A tragedy in the sky forces two girls and their families on the ground to unpack their secrets, carry them across waters and breathe life into a truth they desperately try to ignore. The girls, Camino and Yahaira. The book, Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo. And you're listening to Lit Society. Let's get lit!
1: Hey, this is Kari. And this is Alexis.
0: And you're listening to Lit Society, a show about books and drama. Alexis, were you familiar with what is called in the book, I think Flight 112? No.
1: I think I remember, um, I remember it when it happened. I do remember when it happened, though.
0: So let's dive right on into the theme of the week. Each week, readers, we select a theme to discuss before we get into the book, inspired by the book that we're reading. And this week, the theme is Flight 587. Now, that's the true flight number. What do you remember about this flight, Alexis?
1: Just how closely it happened after 9-11 and the um, talk that it was um, potentially a uh, terrorist. But I don't remember anything after that about so, the findings. So that's interesting
0: because I didn't remember this flight at all. And it seems that once the um, once it was clear that terrorism was not involved, it kind of just evaporated from the radar, from the news um, cycle. And perhaps for the time, this makes sense because of course the nation was already engulfed in a tragedy never before seen, of course, 9-11. So what are we talking about? What's flight 587? Well, two months and one day after September 11th occurred the second most deadliest aviation accident in U.S. history occurred. Um, so in 2001, 51 weekly direct flights were being made from JFK to the Dominican Republic. And this makes sense, of course, because New York has such a prolific Dominican population. So this was the route back home. This was the route to friends. This was the route to your roots. OK, so almost everyone had taken uh, this flight. It was it was said that at the time, American Airlines basically had a monopoly on the route
1: and 90 mm-hmm. percent of the
0: passengers on the flight were of Dominican descent. Uh, so um, just a little more background. The Guardian described the flight as having cult status in Washington Heights. Um, and one woman, Belkis Laura, a relative, a relative of a passenger that died on the flight, said, Every Dominican in New York has either taken that flight or knows someone who has. It gets you there early. At home, there are songs about it. Someone else said, for many Dominicans in New York, these journeys home are the defining metaphor of their complex push pull relationships with their homelands. They embody vividly mm. and poignantly the tug between their current lives and their former selves. Mm. Um, so for the Dominican to go to Santo Domingo, uh, Domingo, Santo Domingo during Christmas and some. Summer is like the Muslims going to Mecca, says a New York travel agency owner. So this was a route steeped in cultural importance. What happened? Well, there were 251 passengers, nine crew members, and the crew members were like seasoned. I think the co-pilot was about 45 years old. Um, the one leading the flight was 35 years old, I believe, uh, the pilot, excuse me. And the plane taxied to the runway behind a Japan Airlines flight. It took off less than two minutes after the Japan Airlines flight did, but during its ascension, The plane hit turbulence caused by the Japan Airlines flight. Now that's not unheard of. Of course, um, pockets of turbulence are going to happen, especially as you're climbing, um, because you're at an airport, you know, that's, that's normal. But what was unusual or actually at the time it probably was usual is that to get out of that turbulence, um, the pilot alternated between moving the rudder from right to left and this called caused a situation where the force, um, basically broke the plane apart. So mm-hmm. the stabilizer separated from the aircraft first and fell into the Jamaica Bay. And then, um, one mile from North of that, the main wreckage, uh, occurred, uh, and the aircraft basically, um, kind of like broke it, Even the engines, uh, came off. So the, it, w- once it was facing down, the co-pilot is heard saying, get out of it. You got to get out of it. And they I mean, without going into too much detail, the pilot knew this was something that they could not get out of. Um, An impact occurred even so. The entire all passengers, 251, nine crew members and even five on the ground, um, unfortunately lost their lives. And like Alexis said, at first, because it was so close to 9-11, everyone assumed terrorism. Um, after that was proven not to be the case, it evaporated from the news cycle. But who was left behind? Well, people picking up the pieces of their families. This isn't a flight. Now, all, all flights, of course, uh, hold lives that matter to people on the ground. But this was so centralized that people, communities formed around this tragedy. People were finding out that their loved ones had secrets back home, including even secret families for some of them. And from that tragedy and that story, this book was born. That was the main inspiration. And so that is uh, Flight 587. Yeah. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Alexis, what can you tell us about our author, Elizabeth Acevedo, and her inspiration for the book?
1: Well, you talked a little bit about the inspiration, but as Kari said, it was inspired by the November 12th, 2001 American Airlines flight that crashed to the ground in Queens, New York. And she wrote Clap When You Land because she wanted to write a story that considered who matters and deserves attention in the media, as well as a more intimate portrayal of what it means to discover secrets, to um, discover family. Mm -hmm. And what did she say? Discover the depths of your own character in the face of great loss and gain. Um, Acevedo was born in Harlem, New York. She graduated from George Washington University with a Bachelor of Arts in Performing Arts and a master's in fine arts and creative writing from the University of Maryland. She also served as an adjunct professor for um, bachelor bachelor level creative writing courses. Acevedo also taught eighth grade in Maryland. And while trying to encourage her students to read, she learned the students weren't reading because the books weren't about them. And that was when she realized she could write books. Um, her wow. students could relate to. Uh, her first novel was published in 2018 and the book we're covering today, Clap When You Lamb, was published in May of 2020. Acevedo is a member of Canto Mundo and Cave Canem. And she works as an adjudicated youth center. She works at an adjudicated youth center. And that's the author. In context. Lovely. Thank you. I am
0: always so shocked when people say, well, I can write that story. And then they do. Yeah. <laughs> they actually do. It's published. This is her first novel, correct?
1: No, this is her second. Second. Okay. Okay. Poet X is her first novel.
0: Poet X. Right. Right. Because that mm-hmm. is actually uh, received some praise and is mentioned on the cover of this book. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Well, thank you, Alexis. Can you please give us a brief spoiler free synopsis of Clap When You Land?
1: A plane crash reveals a family secret that could destroy a young girl's dreams or open the door to her wildest imaginations. Kari, who do you think would enjoy reading this book?
0: This book is unlike any I've read in the uh, recent past. So I'm trying to think of another book that does poetry. I like this. Now, Clap When You Land doesn't rhyme in every stanza, uh, but sometimes it does. But the cadence is poetic. Uh, This is a poem narrative. And if you're interested in that, if that sounds exciting and it's not where the poetry kind of cripples the story where it has to follow a beat and you're kind of like, this is getting redundant. I'm bored. Uh, It really is an a novel first. So uh, if that interests you, that kind of uh, unique format, then this is the book for you. I also think this is a story that wasn't too long to read. So if you have a nice weekend where you're going away and you want something to do that doesn't involve television, uh, yeah, pick up this book and take it with you. And you, Alexis, what made you choose Clap When You Land? I've heard this title thrown around Goodreads and um, bookstagram, BookTok, but what made you choose it?
1: Uh, so my daughter actually selected this book for me some time ago. And um, she told me it was about an airplane c- crash that happened two months after 9-11. And so I just finally decided to take a look into it.
0: Wow. Okay. Interesting. Well, without further ado, let's start our deep dive into Clap When You Land by Elizabeth
1: Acevedo. Alexis, you have the floor. Okay. And just as a brief warning, this um, does have some sensitive um, content dealing with abuse, sexual abuse. All right. So Camino, we meet 16-year-old Camino and she tells us that she's hungry for stable ground away from the mud that she already has has its prints in her. Tia Solana is right, has been raising her since her mother's death. Um, we can tell they're poor as they uh, start the day with a small piece of bread and coffee. Her aunt is a healer and she's caring for a woman who's dying from stomach cancer and Camino assists. Because of what Camino has learned from her Tia, she wants to go to, um, she wants to attend a medical school in the U.S. to make life better for herself and her aunt. Uh, Her father traditionally boards a flight the first weekend in June to spend the summer with her. And Camino and her aunt cook for days in preparation for his homecoming because it's like a national holiday. Uh, The day his plane uh, lands, Camino is scheduled to land. Camino skips a math test and gets a ride to the airport with a neighbor to welcome her father home, even though she knows he can do um, get a ride some other way. She likes to meet him at the airport. Uh, As she examines the monitor at the airport, she can see that his flight number is blank. An airline employee and two security guards approach a crowd of people who are all standing and waiting for the plane and utter the word accident. Mm-hmm. They say it fell from the sky. Camino thinks this is the first birthday that her father missed, other than the day of her birth when he was busy in New York. He wired money and he said to name her Camino. Her birthday wish has always been to live with her father in the States. She fell in love with the stories that he would tell, and her plan was to apply to and attend Columbia University after her first year, uh, her final year of school. And and when she told her father this dream, he actually laughed and told her that she could be a doctor there and it would be better for her to go to uh, Columbia the country than for him to spend money on another fancy school. What did you think
0: about this response? <laughs> Wasn't it weird?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, especially yeah, you since he supports her education.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't. I wouldn't have expected that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't find it funny. <laughs> she didn't find it funny. No. So after hearing this news, instead of calling her neighbor back to take her home, she decides she's going to walk the four miles home. Um, in Camino's mind her father wasn't on that flight and so she's just not going to believe it at this moment her father and her chatted before she boarded the plane today so she's thinking about him mm-hmm. and Camino says that since she is used to his absence it feels more like a delay than death and when she arrives home Tia holds her and rocks her back and forth and moans Camino doesn't moan as her aunt, as her tia does. Instead, she is stiff. And when her tia goes to bed, Camino takes a cigar and smokes it. Um, as she inhales, her tears begin to flow. Yahaira. Yahaira Rios is at lunch with Dre, Andrea, when she hears her name through the loudspeaker. This is unexpected because with school, Yahaira is a rule follower and she does her work and she minds her business and Mm -hmm. here this is the fifth day of June she is walking into the office and she sees her mother in flip flops and hair rollers now this Mm -hmm. is she this is the first clue that something has gone horribly wrong because her mother never leaves the house without being well put together her mother manages a nice spa uptown and her polished appearance serves as an advertisement So when she sees her mom looking like this, she questions her and her mom says to puppy. The flight departs. Without incidents, incident most days from JFK International Airport and lands in Puerto Plata in exactly three hours and 36 minutes. Routine flight, same kind of plane that flies in daily, gets a mechanical check, has a veteran pilot and should always land fine. Mm -hmm. In New York, they knew much earlier. 30 minutes after takeoff, it was reported that the tail had snapped. The jet plunged into the water, completely vertical and sank. She left school without saying goodbye to her friend, Dre. Her mom is crying and Yahara's eyes are dry. She can't believe it.
0: And it's interesting that when the plane initially crashed, well, even now the pilot is really blamed like he did the wrong thing. Mm. But he he did do what he was taught. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was common to teach uh, that to get out of that type of turbulence. Um, Exactly what he did is what you're supposed to do. Now it's not taught, of course, but you know, he he did what he taught, which makes me think perhaps it worked before.
1: Well, he said he, they said he did it too aggressively, too much. Yeah. That's what yeah. the spin was right. on that one. Mm-hmm. Um. So she learns that there are other students that were called to the office for this same flight in the neighborhood. Everybody is trying to find out what the TV is not actually saying. Who was on that flight? Is everybody really dead? Was it terrorists? Um, when they arrive home, her mommy unravels, dropping to the floor, and Yahara helps her mother up and begins handling the phone calls and taking charge where no one else can. Yahara tells us that it was the last summer, it was last summer when she learned her father's secret. And mm-hmm. what she learned needed to be protected at all costs. Could you Even, guess what
0: the father's secret was at this point?
1: Um, did I guess what the father's secret was? No, because the first time I heard it, I was listening to it. I, I didn't oh, okay, even okay. realize what I was listening to on <laughs> <Okay>. that later. <laughs> because of the poetry like style. It, also that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, also that. And, I you know. know, I don't be reading book covers. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um yeah, this is a secret that her father had that she wanted to protect at all costs, even from her family. And Poppy thought her silence would be, was because of Chest. Uh, uh, excuse me, because of Chest, and that she was angry at his disapproval. And never once did he imagine that her silence was disappointment in him, and at what she'd learned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Back to Camino. The day after the crash, Camino's pregnant friend, Carlene, comes by to comfort her and tells her that God will see her through. And while Carlene has experienced loss, um, she has both of her parents at home. So uh, Camino accepts her comfort without saying, you don't really understand what I'm Mm -hmm. going through.
0: Because Camino's um, now an orphan. Her mother died earlier, as you said. She's raised by her aunt. And now her father's died. Right. Um, and her aunt is related to her, right? Or is no. she not? She's no, not. she's not. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, she's, she's a, not. A, a play aunt. She's yep. not even blood. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Camino and her aunt live in Sassua, Puerto Plata. And they have the nicest house in the barrio. Her father spent the money to make sure they had what they needed. He wanted them to move, but Tia refused to leave the neighborhood she knew and serves. He sent them. uh, He set them up so that they had running water, working bathrooms, air conditioners, um, a large refrigerator, a generator for when the power goes out. And that is the thing that set them apart. They had tiled floors, TV and Wi-Fi. Their house was three minutes from the beach. So this is a day again, a day after it happened. And she is longing to be at the beach to her favorite spot that she likes to go. At the beach, she notices El Cero, a man younger than her father, but older than her. And this is a man that her father had paid yearly to leave her alone. Now this man is watching her and he seems to show up near her bus stop and at her favorite um, swimming spot more often mm-hmm. than she expects. He lingers as she swims and he reminds her that it's getting late and that the beach is dangerous at night. El tells Camino he is here for her what he can he can help her whatever with whatever she needs, extra money, a shoulder to cry on. And as Camino examines the layout for a quick exit, the neighborhood dog is nearby wagging its tail, kind of follows her Mm -hmm. to the beach whenever she goes. Don't think it's a protector because this is a (laughs) this is a dog for play play. Yeah,
0: really for the fighting.
1: But he loves her and he He loves her. her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She could feel El Cero's eyes on her. He is the most dangerous thing at the beach. He's not mm-hmm. to be trusted. And Camino realizes that although she doesn't want to be back home with the people talking about whether or not her father is dead and getting news updates, she'd rather be there than have El Cerro standing over her watching.
0: So he is a human trafficker. He is a pimp and he also um, is not above kidnapping underage girls and selling them. Um, There's a resort in town and that's where most of the customers are. Um, But he'll also make sure you're like shipped off somewhere against your will. So he is truly dangerous. And without her father to pay him to stay away, he now feels either he wants that money from her or he's going to get the money by selling her. That's that's what you gather from her thoughts.
1: Yeah, and whatever... Poppy was paying, she thinks Alcero is still expecting her, even though they don't have a dime to their name.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Not without Poppy. So Yahara, back to her. She's this beautiful black girl with thick hair and thick lips, just like her father. She is one of the best chess players in the entire city. She um, had her name and made her area known, well-known for good things. She was in a newspaper and she was in the t- on the TV. And that is until things changed last year. One day while her father was away for business uh, during this June um, to September months, when he would be in the Dominican Republic, um, something happened and she couldn't reach him. She emailed him. She texted, no answer. She asked to Jorge, but he didn't have a number Mm -hmm. and mommy said he would get back to her when he could. She decided she was going to look through some of his papers in hopes of finding a company number but instead she came across a closed envelope. Now, we're three days after the accident and it's confirmed that there's no survivors found from flight 1112. Yahara Tells us about how her parents met her home, how her friend Dre became her girlfriend, because it's easier than telling us that her poppy is dead. Mm -hmm. It keeps her from falling apart. The phone rings off the hook all day from reporters and Latin American channels, newspapers, magazines, family, friends, uh, grief counselors. It's just nonstop. She tells us that. The night before Poppy got on the plane, she almost asked him not to go, and it would have been the first full sentence she's spoken to him in a year. They hadn't been close since she stopped playing chess, since he since he tried to force her to go back to playing chess, and since she saw the certificate in the sealed envelope. When she quit playing chess, he said it broke his heart. She never told him it broke her heart. It broke her heart or what she found broke her heart? No, he broke her heart.
0: Right. Yeah. You said it broke her heart, but it wasn't the quitting chest that
1: broke her. It was what she found in that envelope. Yeah. What she found in the envelope or her father broke her heart. Mm -hmm. Um, The night before he left, he came to her room to say goodnight. And he touched her hair and he told her he had to go. It's business. She now knew that he was lying. Um, Poppy tells her before he leaves her room. I know things haven't been normal between us, but I hope when I come back, we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. And Yahara never said a word after he said that. So they've not been speaking for a year. Yahira was a chess champion from the age of five. She loved winning. She loved how much um, Poppy loved to watch her win, but she realized she didn't love chess the way she loved beauty tutorials and making Dre laugh. She always wanted to go to the DR, but Poppy always said no. And she assumed it was because of business. Mommy said she would never let her set foot on the island. And Yahira. Assumed it was because of bad memories. She never thought that they would be lying to her or to each other. How old are these girls? <laughs> 16. Okay. 16. Mm-hmm. So, Camino, back to Camino, five days after Camino receives confirmation that there are no survivors. So she tells us that mommy and her mommy and Papi grew up together in the neighborhood of Sasua. And they reconnected at university. Her mom died almost 10 years ago from the dengue fever. And her father stayed in touch with her weekly, with weekly calls and video chats. Camino will be 17 in two months. And she has two dead parents and an aunt who looks worried because because life has changed for them since Mm -hmm. her father's death. They're poor still, but they have American sponsorship. And now they've lost that. Mm Mm-hmm. So 10 days after Camino tries to find um, what happens if her family cannot pay tuition and she learns that they would try to figure things out because they want her to succeed. But there are scholarships that she should apply for semesters ago that she would probably need to apply for again to be readmitted in another semester. So if she doesn't have the money This is going to delay her graduation and her ability to apply to college and how much time she spends in the DR. Yahaira. It's now 14 days after and Yahira and her mom are invited to grief counseling and they um, they've been invited a couple of times. And this time they've decided to go. And when they go, they learn that 80 percent of the people on the flight had connections to the island. Mm-hmm. And during this session, Yahira wonders if through Poppy's death, mommy will learn of Poppy's secret. Together, though, they decide that they won't be going back to this grief counseling because it's too overwhelming. It's a it's a heavy emotional burden to sit in that room.
0: And at this point in the book, I, I mean, I've guessed his secret. And I think that Yahida is on the same page, but she's not there yet. <laughs> so it's really interesting to see her harbor this resentment. And she don't even know how bad it is.
1: <laughs> what you you mean you don't think Yahira's guess what? She hasn't guessed the full extent of the oh. secret. Yeah, she Whereas hasn't. Whereas, as the at reader, all. you've probably
0: guessed already. And she's giving you backstory as to how, or Camino's giving you backstory as to how her parents met. Yahida's talked about her parents. Mm-hmm. You're putting things together and you think, okay, Camino or Yahida's on the same page as us. She
1: ain't there yet. No, not at all. It's it's like it never comes to her. Never. Never. Which, Mm -hmm. how? But sure. Well, I mean, automatically, you think that? Mm -hmm. Why? (laughs) Because she's 15. It's been a long time. (laughs) So, but mm -hmm. 15 days later, and there's a positive identification made. Poppy's go to smile was among the identified bodies. While the family is helping to make the funeral arrangements, Yahira can hear a conversation between Tia and Teo and Mommy that makes her wonder if Mommy already knows. Teo takes a folder from his big briefcase and tells Mommy, You might be the wife, Zoila, but you are not his will. And mommy tells Tio, if this is what he wanted, then take him back. But we won't be there. The ones to see him buried. Yahira decides if Poppy is being buried in a DR, then that's my opportunity to go. So I will go there. She mm-hmm. doesn't say that out loud. That's in her mind. Mm-hmm. And mommy sees Yahira and tells her, your father was no man's saint. But even if I drop dead, you will not touch fit in the DR. And Yahira smiles and remembers her father's words when he would tell her, never let anyone see you sweat. Yahira tells us that what she found was a marriage certificate dated a few months after her parents' marriage. That's wild. Her father had another wife. She can't believe that her mom would have been aware of this marriage and stayed. She knew this other woman was the reason her father left her behind. And this was the reason she stopped speaking to her father when he returned last year.
0: And her mother um, will say later on in the book, I'm not a nobody. Her father was a high ranking military official. Uh, she comes from a family that has power and influence and yeah, like, no way my mother would allow that. Okay. And it is super shady that he married another woman only two months after marrying her mother.
1: Yeah. Camino. It's 19 days after, and El Cero continues his attempts to approach Camino. Mm. One day he approaches with a smile and asks if she wants to ride home, wrapping his hand around her waist. As she snatches her arm away, the phone rings and it's Tia. And she tells Camino she just got word that four days ago they found what was left of Poppy, mm-hmm. and have decided to bring him home. To Camino, this is official proof of his death. She is crushed. It's time to make plans for a funeral. Camino puts the phone in her back pocket and confronts Osero face to face, telling him whatever you want from me, forget it. I have nothing to give you. As she rushes away from him, he says, Camino, you owe me more than you think. And hasn't it always been about what I can offer you? Wow. T- yeah. <laughs> Tia tells Camino she's heard rumors that El Cero is waiting for her after school and is seen, um, walking around the beach, beach after she's l- af- after her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tia thinks that Camino has been inviting El Cero's attention. Of course she hasn't been, but Camino can't say or won't tell Tia the truth, um, That he won't leave her alone. Mm -hmm. But she knows that men like him don't have respect for um, Tia. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it is like pointless to even tell her because she can't protect her. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. Back to Yahira. So she goes to her father's billiards place to see uh, and leave a chess piece at the memorial that people have created for her father. Dre is with her um, and she's taking the train home. Dre, uh, Dre came with her because she didn't want her to board the train, take the train home by herself. Yahaira thinks of the last time she took the train alone and it was when her father was in the DR and she attended a match alone and it was the daytime and the train was packed and she got on with her back to a man who was leaned up against the train doors and Yahara was assaulted on the train by that man. Yeah. hmm. And she dropped her trophy during this assault and she didn't scream. The assault lasted for like four or five stops. train stops. Yeah. So, of course, she's in pure shock. When she heads home, um, she gets in bed and her friend and, and Dre comes into her room the way she normally does, which is through the window because they're on the the way they're set up. They're on a um, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're neighbors. Mm-hmm. So she can just come through the window and Dre just supported her. And it's like she knew what was wrong and she didn't question her about it and they never spoke about it again. But this is something that Yahara holds. But what she needed was to speak to her father. And this was the call that she made mm-hmm. when he never responded. Three days later with no uh, no reply and she decided to go to his office and look for a different number.
0: Yeah, because kids need... Kids need more than financial support from their fathers. You hear that a lot now, especially as some celebrities just won't stop having kids. Some people are like, yeah, but, you know, they got the money to yeah. pay for the kids. What? Do y'all know how kids work? and parenthood, yep. She needed her yep. father. She needed yep. to talk to him and he was truly unavailable. I still don't understand why he wouldn't return her calls, her emails. It ain't like he wasn't getting them. He was just able to completely compartmentalize to the point where he was
1: like, unknown caller. (laughs) That's that's sadly, that is true. Yeah. That's wild. And and mommy, her mommy explained that, that that's, I think it was her mommy that did that, that he just turned off. Mm -hmm. When he went into that other world, you just could not connect with him. Mm. So, after what happened on the train, what she found, she skipped two of her chess tournaments um, that were difficult to qualify for. And then on the evening of the third tournament, Poppy called her huffing and puffing angry, right? He received an email from the tournament commission disqualifying her from other summer matches. And when he called, he didn't even ask if she was OK. Why did you call? Why were you calling ask. me?
0: Why were you emailing me? None of that. He's just like, you weren't great.
1: None of that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. And Yahada gave him silence. That's what she gave him. What was
0: there to talk about, though, at that point? He jumped into all kind of conclusions and she's still in
1: grief. For being a she She's still shooketh. hmm hmm She is still mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it. So 21 days after the insurance representatives from the airlines comes and offers a settlement. Well, not a settlement. It was really a um I, what did they call it, Kyrie? I thought of it as a settlement, actually. Because no doubt it was by accepting
0: the money. Pre- you signed something saying you won't it was it.
1: But they kind of called it in something else. Okay. It wasn't a settlement because they knew they are they could still sue. Oh, they so could. it was a pre offer. Okay, okay. Um, and this pre offer was of a half a million dollars. Um, Tio George to dependents, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Half a million to each to
0: actually to dependents total. Total. So if you have five kids. Y'all get half a million dollars. If you have one kid, that family also gets half a million dollars. Right, Make it make sense. But yeah. that's that.
1: Tio Jorge offers to help mommy with the money um, and make plans with the money. But mommy tells Tio he didn't help when Poppy was alive. Mm-hmm. And she and Yahara will figure it out without his help. I think he was... Um, very, he was probably a major part in how he managed relationships in the Dominican. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why she felt this way. Yeah, he doesn't give the
0: vibes of someone who wanted to steal the money necessarily. He's just someone that's like, I know best. And if you know what's best for you, you need to look for my advice. Somebody like that in the family.
1: Oh, I didn't think of it that way. (laughs) I think he was trying to make sure that um, Camino got what she needed out of that money and that he would set it up that he would set it up in a way that would make sure that she got her yeah. money. That's what I was thinking yeah. when he did that.
0: But I mean why wouldn't he trust the mom to do that on her own? Cause she didn't know better in his eyes. And he knew what was best. That's how I see it. I don't know. Cause of course Well the... she
1: didn't she didn't want the daughter
0: to I mean even... not the mom. Wait, are we talking about Camino or Yahida?
1: Who are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about Mm -hmm. Tio Jorge wanting to take control of the money and help. And I think he wanted to take control of the money and help so he could help support Camino as well, Mm. make sure it's a piece etched out for her. Oh, okay, okay.
0: He didn't think anyone else would do that.
1: Right. Okay. All right. So let's jump back to Camino again. Um Camino is with Tia and Tia tells her she's just gotten off the phone and Tia tells her that the airline has offered money to preempt lawsuits. Half a million dollars in advance to be split among dependents. She tells Camino that um Tio Jorge was on the phone and Tia tells Camino that her father was a complex man. Mm -hmm. There is a girl in New York City, your same age, feature, and father. This is really done beautifully
0: because um, it's like shots fired. Um, Camino braces herself because she knows her Tia would never lie to her, but there's something obviously she's been keeping from her. So she is blindsided Mm -hmm. and she is bracing herself as Tia just throws these words at her. Girl, you got a sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: The The girl was born two months after you were. Your father married hers before yours. And <laughs> she can apply for money as one of his dependents. But the woman he married might try to fight your claim. Mm-hmm. The wife has connections to the consulate. And she's made it difficult for your father to request you. Um, and he needed her citizenship papers to obtain your visa. And all Camino can hear is that you have a sister. Your father lied to you. And she has so many other questions <laughs> running through her mind. And she thinks about her options now that her father is dead. And she asked about the potential for a visa through Tio Jorge. And. Tia tells her that the visa was based on the combined income of Papi and his wife, mm-hmm. not Tio Jorge. And it was based on his wife's citizenship. She tells Camino that Zoila, Zoela, Zoila, her father's wife is not a forgiving woman. And Camino asks the daughter's name. Tia tells her the name is Yahira.
0: Thea says the airline has offered money to preempt lawsuits, a half million dollar advance to be split among dependents. That was your Tio Jorge on the phone. This is complicated. Thea says, I never wanted to lie to you, mija. Your father was a complex man. He had many pieces of himself and many crossroads. Tia says, There is a girl in New York City, your same age, your same features, your same father. This girl was born two months after you were. Tia says, Your father married hers before he married yours. You can apply for money as one of his dependents, but Zoila, the woman he married, might try to fight your claim. Tia says, She, the wife, has connections at the consulate. She's made it difficult for your father to request you. He needed her citizenship papers to help obtain your visa, Dia says. A lot more words, but I barely hear any of them. I have a sister. I have a sister. I have a sister. There is another person besides Sia of my blood in the world. A truth you did not want to know can rot and grow mold in the pit of your stomach, can sour every taste you've ever had, can cast a stench so bad you forget you've ever known a sweet thing, a truth you did not want, can put a collar around your neck and lead you into the dark the places where all your monsters live there is another girl on this planet who is my kin my father lied to me every day of my life I am not alone but the only family I have besides Thea are all strangers to me I want to put my fingers around my sister's cheek I want to put my face in her neck and ask if she hurts the way I do does she know of me? Would my father have told her? Did she share in his confidences while the whole while he lied to me? Or is she the only one who would understand my heart right now? If I find her, would I find a breathing piece of myself I had not known was missing? On Tia's altar, there was all sorts of items. A shot glass half full of rum, nine vases of water. There's a bright bouquet of yellow flowers. A small cup of fresh coffee on the floor. Surrounding the altar are photos a black and white photo of her parents, her father, the fisherman, and my grandmother. A washerwoman from west of the island. My mother's smiling face smiles up from the ground as well. Several great aunts and uncles pose stiffly in formal clothing and underneath the white tablecloth is a stack of bills I've snuck into the altar. My school tuition is one. It arrives every June and Poppy pays it off in July. It's the charge for my first quarter schooling so I can attend classes in September. The pesitos people pay Thea are not enough. My heart thumps hard. I press a hand to keep it inside. How does an overeducated orphan become an obstetrician in a place where most girls her age become pregnant before 10th grade? but now money is owed to me. Tia says it could be mine. How does a girl, how do I finish high school, go to college in the U.S.? How do I watch every single one of my dreams flutter like a ribbon of bubbles pop, pop, popping in the air? I don't. Tia, about the visa and the money. Poppy said my papers were in order. is cleaning red kidney beans for a moro. She nods, but does not say anything. Would I still be able to go to the state? Tio Jorge could take me in, right? His hands, paws, sifting through the bowl. Your father was not bringing you on his papers, mija. He was bringing you on his wife's. It was with their combined income, as well as her citizenship, that your papers would be approved. She would have to sponsor you for you to attain a visa and the ability to be a resident. For what I know, Zoila is not a forgiving woman. And I think about this wife. I think I am not a forgiving woman either. What's his other daughter's name? I ask. Mm -hmm. Thea fishes through the beans, picking out the old and wrinkled ones that hold no nutrients. She is silent in her assessment of the good and bad, the ones that are allowed to stay, the ones that must be tossed. I imagine she is plucking through her words with that same scrutiny. Yahaira, your sister's name is Yahaira.
1: Rumors are still floating around that El El Cero is hanging around And she sees him again at the beach and he tells her that there's an old friend of her father that's asking for her address. Mm. But Alcedo doesn't think the man is a good man. So he's hinting like, I can
0: can send people to your house to hurt you. Yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah.
1: So Camino um, can hear the underlying threat Mm -hmm. there. Then an older man walks up and Alcetto tells Camino, hey, this is your father's friend. And he grabs Camino's arm. The man says, I have a few questions for you. Come sit in my car with me. Mm -hmm. Camino is outraged and she she's enraged and she breaks free and runs all the way home. Her rage is outrageous. Mm hmm. That was so disgusting to me. Just that the just the words She's they just I was mm-hmm. just disgusted. Yeah, Yahira, we're back on Yahira. Her mom is spending money, ignoring work, forgetting appointments, giving money to family um, that Yah that has called Yahira ugly <laughs> in the past. And like, she's she too dark skinned and mama should have married, mommy should have married a lighter skinned man. And yeah, Hira doesn't like that the family is asking for money all the time and that her mother is giving it. But her mother tells her that Poppy embarrassed her in her life. And so if giving family money is how she unshames herself, then so be it. Mm. Camino wonders about her father's secret family. She wonders if they know about her, if they know what Poppy's death actually means for her. Camino decides that she is going to look for Yahara Rios and carve her own path. So she goes to social media, and after looking through a sea of Yajira Rios, she comes across a black box profile pic with the date. Her father died. The page is private, but Camino can see the consult- condolence messages, and she quickly sends a message before she changes her mind. She's eager for the response, but one doesn't come as quickly as she expects. Yeah, Ira. it's now thirty-five days after, and. Yahira logs into social media and she sees a friend request from someone she doesn't know in Sasua, Dominican Republic. And they have the same last name as her. And she notices the girl's complexion is lighter and that her smile looks familiar. Mm, that's your daddy smile. She, girl. Mm-hmm. What she zooms in on, though, is the profile picture of Camino and her father's arm around her shoulder, and they're laughing. Yahira almost stops breathing. She takes a picture to her mom, demanding to know who this girl is, and her mom tells her that the girl is the daughter from her father's other family. Yeah, Hira never saw this coming. Mm-hmm. She did not imagine, in addition to another wife, that there was a child that so, everybody knew about except her. Yeah, so the big secret clearly- that
0: she found in the envelope was the marriage, and that was enough to upset her. But she never thought that a child was born from that marriage, as you said. So she is yeah. like, and at this point, I'm like, girl, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But to so see somebody she- with your daddy face laughing with your daddy. That's too much.
1: And everyone, um, so it's like everyone knew and didn't tell her. That too, the betrayal of everyone around her. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Her mother tells her that they didn't tell her because they didn't want to burden her. Yahaira tells her mom that she knew about the wife, but she never knew about the daughter. Her mother explains that the other woman was her friend. She met him through her. She met her Poppy through the other woman. He married Just the to other woman. To be clear,
0: it was the the Poppy. <laughs> Listen, Poppy was wild. He <laughs> married friends. He was like, I like you and I like you too. And we can all have a family separately. Y'all go to the island. Y'all stay in the island. I'll go to, you know, New York. It'll be great mm-hmm friends
1: <laughs> yeah he married friends he wasn't
0: gonna choose he was not cho- he was not a chooser
1: he <laughs> wasn't a chooser mm-hmm. he married the other woman after her so technically their marriage wasn't legal but the other woman didn't know until much later
0: that's wild I- to me so he didn't even like approach them like look i like you and your friend and i want to marry both of you what you think about that he was shady, Good. sneaky. This is a terrible person. And I like how they're showing how this terrible person can be a great father in someone's mind. Although he wasn't a great father because he wasn't there for them when they needed them. He he was he was playing a role throughout his entire life. This is a yeah, man that's always with the play play.
1: With mm-hmm. <laughs> the play play. <laughs> um Her mother tells her that she married her father against her own father's wishes. I think Kari mentioned this at the beginning. Her father, her, wanted her to marry, listen, Yahira's mom, mommy, that's who we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Her father wanted her to marry someone of military rank since they had family members high up in the military. And she learned of the portrayal a few months after the marriage. Jahira asks mommy why he would do this to them, and mommy tells her what Poppy told her. He felt like he had to perform, become a character to prove he was good enough, and with his childhood friend, he could take off the mask. She tells Jahira that he loved them both.
0: Girl, he said. He, she said he would light the he would light the whole island on fire for the other woman. Yeah. You know, he had to prove that he was good enough to get me. Right. And that's your daddy. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
1: Yeah. Hyra wants to be um, angry at the other woman and at the other girl. And she decides that she's going to decline this friend request. Camino. Camino sees a notification on her tablet. It's a message from Yahira Rios. And by the response, she knows that Yahira didn't know about her at all. So we're expecting it to be like, who you think you is? Blah, blah, blah. It's not like that at all. It's not like that at Mm-mm. all. Yahira's response is full of questions, and she ends with, We should video chat. Mm-hmm. After revealing to Tia that she reached out to Yahira, poppy's girl and that she responded and wants to video chat she surprises herself as she begins to sob Mm -hmm. and she replies to Yahira, yes we should talk now we're 36 days in and 36 days after okay let me do that again so, we're 36 days after, and mommy has decided not to fight for Poppy's remains. So, they'll be released to them and then flown back to the DR to be buried. Mm-hmm. Yahira then immediately starts making her plans to travel. She has a passport from when she was um, do- winning tournaments, and her father thought she would go out of the country. Um, she used her mother's credit card for a ticket, and Yahira felt she needed to be there the day Poppy gets buried. So she needed to meet this and she needed to meet the sister. She was not sure um, if she really wanted to meet Camino because it was her sister or because she felt like she can get answers to her questions. Mm -hmm. Camino decides that she hates her sister already. Uh, She messaged her and she told her that. Yahira messaged Camino and told her that she purchased the ticket and Camino kind of hates this freeness and easiness mm-hmm. that she you has. Can just purchase just... a
0: ticket, charge something on your mama's credit card. Meanwhile, I'm trying to, you know, run from this pimp, figure out how I'm gonna eat, how me and my aunt gonna live. Ugh. Right. The yeah. resentment, and then she starts looking at her clothes, and she like, why was none of my clothes ever new? Yeah, they were just mm-hmm. always a little used. They were obviously
1: yeah. my sister's clothes first. Yeah, that's a lot. And, but she also admires her willingness to do anything to get there. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, wow, she's really 40, brave. I got to give it to her. Yeah.
1: 42 days after, and El Cero is present again. She tells him that she doesn't want anything from him and that he should leave her alone. And he tells her, you need me. Today is the day Camino video chats with Yahara. When Yahara comes on screen, she sees Poppy's face. Mm-hmm. My sister is pretty, she says. She's darker than me, eating better. But if we were walking down the street, it would be easily said that we're related. Yahara, Camino is the golden version of me with loose curls. Forty three days after mommy goes to the morgue to see Poppy's remains and makes the call that the funeral should be closed casket. Mm-hmm. Don't let the girl see what is left. Yeah, was kind of surprised that her mother went to to see the remains and and even went so far as to say that the funeral should be closed casket.
0: Yeah, because when she says don't let the girl see his remains, she means Camino. So she's showing even a little kindness to this child that she's basically blocked in
1: real life. Right. 46 days after and four days before her sister is supposed to arrive, she calls and says, I won't tell you any details about the funeral. This is what Camino is saying. Unless you transfer me money, you will show up for nothing. My Tia won't help you sneak over here. Yahira tells us, "Of course, it's your money too. You didn't have to threaten me to ask for it. Camino mm. believes no one gives you something simply for asking. Life is an exchange. Kamina tells her that she wants 10,000, and Yahira tells her she will get it to her in a week. Kamina tells her Camino tells herself not to get too attached to the sister and not to give her a reason to get attached to her. Yahira sends Camino the money and her flight plans and asks Camino to pick her up. Camino is a little offended by this request. <laughs> First of all, like not a mule.
0: And am i going to car, call girl. my driver to swing by the airport to get you? You better walk <laughs> these four miles. And where am i going to get a car
1: from? You don't get it. You don't get it. Mm-mm, your life been too cushy. Yeah. She's like, why can't you just order a taxi? You got all the money. Right. Meanwhile, I got to walk four miles in your old shoes. (laughs) (laughs) She knows that she would feel guilty if something happened to her sister. So she and she already feels bad about um, the money being transferred to her. So when she gets the money, she tapes the envelope of cash to a picture of Poppy on Tia's altar in the living room. Yahira. Now, forty-nine days after, mommy decides they need a wake for Poppy. Yahira tells Dre she's going to um, accompany her father's body, but tells her not to ask in for any details because Yahira doesn't want Dre to rat her out to anybody, mm-hmm. so she doesn't want to share any details about anything. Yahira tells her that she, um, she knows she will go, but lying to her mom is too much. And they aren't like little white girls in movies <laughs> who fly off and have adventures. So <laughs> this is actually very reckless, and mm-hmm. you need to not do this. And all Yahira could think of <laughs> is why would her their family let Poppy fly alone again? Mm-hmm. It's now fifty days after, and Yahira is at the airport. She knows that since she is 16, going on 17, she can fly as an adult versus unaccompanied minor, but they may ask her mother to sign a letter of consent. But that depends on the person that's checking you in. And so when she gets to the desk, the man tells her that she's underage and Yahira tells her, the man, that um, she is going to bury her father and her mother didn't know that. Consent was required and her father was a passenger on flight one, 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 two. He died and they are flying what is left out today. I
0: mean, this that's is the first story. time she
1: says those words. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the agent is <laughs> like, is baby, go ahead, baby. It's fine. These are just guidelines anyway. We ain't
1: even really got to exactly. follow these. You have a safe flight. Bless you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Camino. Camino doesn't tell Tia about Yajada's arrival because she knows that she will tell her mom and learn about the money and what she's been planning. She asked a neighbor, the same neighbor again, to give a ride to the airport to receive her father's body, not sharing that she's actually there to pick up um, to meet with her father's other daughter. The last time she rode with him, um, she was going to see her father. And so her emotions are running heavy. Mm -hmm. She thinks about. Yahira and what she will do with a sister. Cause she's like, I never wanted a sister. It's not something I ooh, mommy, give me a sister. Mm-hmm. She said she wasn't like that. So this is like, what do I do? How do you be a sister? Mm-hmm. She says she probably have this gringa Spanish and I'll probably need to translate and she'll probably expect me to cook and clean. <laughs> Camino tells herself that if Yahra acts up, I'ma ship her right on back <laughs> to the States. She then tells herself that her sister, though, really does seem kind and thoughtful. And she's really afraid of liking her,
0: mm-hmm. of
1: wanting her to be her family. And her heart cannot afford any more relatives. At the airport, she sees Yahira, and Yahira walks past her. And as tears fill her eyes, she looks up. And when she looks down again, Yahira is standing in front of her. Now we have Yahira and Camino together. The moment the wheels touch down. Well, we'll do Yahira first, but the moment the wheels touch down, the passengers on the plane erupt into applause. Ah. The old lady next to Yahira. They clap when they land. (laughs) They clap when they land. <laughs> the old lady next to her said, "They don't do that much anymore." This must be a, a plane of Dominicans returning home. When you touch down on the soil, you must clap when you land. Para gracias a Dios, to give thanks to God, we return. Yahira mucks, excuse me, Yahira makes it through customs and is with Camino. She wants to smack her heart for wearing her face. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) She is clearly her father's daughter and she has guilt as she recalls that she was left behind for her. Yeah, she knows that
0: he only came to the DR. What, a third of the year? Mm hmm. And that other time, those other two thirds, he was with her, buying her new clothes, teaching her how to be a chess prodigy, pouring love and affection into her and her mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what was her sister left with in the DR? So, yeah.
1: When the taxi ri- arrives to the house, Yahara thrust dollar bills at the driver before Camino can reach for her wallet. She wants to show Camino she doesn't need her to pay and, and and she wants to make her feel better. But it seems that this gesture offends Camino.
0: Which is weird because Camino's like, I hope she don't get here and expect me to do everything. And exactly. so you had to start showing uh, independence. And Camino's like, you think your money is going to get you out of every situation? I'm sick of you.
1: So when they arrive at the house, Tio is in the garden pulling greens. And when she sees Yahara, She drops the greens and asks Camino what she has done. Tio Mm -hmm. Solano hugs Jihara and asks her, where is her mother? Camino shrugs, indicating she is on her own. Mm -hmm. And Tia tells her, tell me the whole story, but first go and get you some food. We've been cooking all day for your arrival. No, she says, eat what your
0: sister made for you, which is very touching because really... Kamino was up all day, you know, cooking for Yahara's mm-hmm. arrival, mm-hmm. caring for her sister before she even knew what that meant.
1: Yeah. While outside, Yahara notices a man across the street watching Camino, and um, and it gives her goosebumps. Yeah, it's the way he's
0: looking at her. Yeah. And by the time she tells her sister and points to the man, the man's already vanished.
1: Yeah. So y'all can guess who that is. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That night, as Yahara and Tia sit on the couch, the phone rings and a woman is speaking rapidly and she wants to speak to Yahaira. The woman is yelling before Yahaira gets the receiver <laughs> to her ear and Camino said... The girl don't get no sympathy from me. She got a mama. She made mm-hmm. choices. Um, she's well been well fed her whole life. She's loved, and no one forgets her birthday, especially mine's, which is in a few days. But <laughs> it's going to be overshadowed by my poppy's funeral burial. Mm-hmm. Tia Solano tells Camino that she should. Take her to the beach. Take um, Yahara to the beach, and Camino learns, um, leans in to tell Yahara that the beach is not safe because uh, there's a guy that hangs out there, and it wouldn't be nice for either of um, them to be seen by him. It's the first time that Yahada sees Camino as unconfident, not confident. Yeah, Hira tells Camino she knows disrespectful dudes in New York too, but Camino she's Huston thinking about her, the
0: assault that occurred to her. You know, with yeah. her on the
1: train. Mm-hmm. And she tells her, um, "You don't know everything. Stop acting <laughs> like you know." And Hira's like, "Well, how she learned to be so judgy?"
0: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Camino's under a lot of pressure. She's actually got a time clock in her head. Like, I have a plan, a secret plan. It's got to come to fruition within 48 hours and I have to stay alive and out of the clutches of this predator. And then you yeah. come from, you know, the rich skies talking about, I understand. You don't understand. You could never yeah. understand.
1: Very judgy. Camino <laughs> knows um, she's hard on your hair, but she knows she can't possibly know what it's like to have someone like El Settle and to abandon your dreams uh, keeps it gets to keep living in the clouds. She, she sees that's how Camino sees it. Mm-hmm. When Yahara's mom arrives, she tells Tia Solano and she hugs Tia Solano. And of course, she hugs her daughter. She takes a long, hard look at Camino um, and she gives her like an air kiss, that kind of <laughs> thing, and tells her it's nice to meet you. She said, I don't I know you don't know me. And it's small consolation, but your father loved you very much. As a girl sit on the porch, Camino shares a cigar that she's been smoking with Yahara, And Yahara takes a small puff and starts coughing. Camino laughs and rubs um, circles on her back and says, just breathe. Yeah, yeah, just breathe. It'll ease up. And from nowhere, she hears her father's voice. Just breathe, Negra. Just breathe, and Yahara begins to sob uncontrollably. Yeah, so she probably
0: said it just like their daddy used to, too. Yeah, so the emotions
1: are really hitting her. Mm-hmm. The ceremony for Poppy in New York pales in comparison to the one held in the DR. Yahara feels her father would definitely approve of this. Camino sees Yahara's mommy sitting by the window staring. And she knows from what Yahara has said that her mom has lost weight since the um, accident. And as much as she doesn't want her to think she's sucking up to her, she can see that she's in pain and the pain reminds her of her own pain. Mm -hmm. So she brings her a plate of food and tells her that she should try to sleep tonight and reminds her to take deep breaths. This is her teaching from her Tia who is a healer. Camino feels that she will be berated for this, but mommy accepts the plate, smiles and tells Camino, he always did say that you would make a wonderful doctor. He had grand Mm -hmm. plans that you'd attend Columbia. He said, once you were in the States, he wanted you close. We We live right by the school, you know. Camino is surprised by the future her father imagined for her. And mommy for her disclosing it. Mm -hmm. If you remember, he laughed at her when she said she wanted to go to Columbia. You can go to Columbia, the country, Mm -hmm. but
0: you don't belong at that school. Now, why he say that? If he I don't get it. Yeah. He annoying. (laughs) I don't (laughs) like him as a person, but that's neither
1: here nor there. (laughs) <laughs> that evening, Tia Solano gives Camino a hug and tells her she's sorry she had to spend her birthday this way. God, I can't believe that um, she's empty handed for her sister's birthday when she didn't know it was her birthday Two, she just met her. <laughs> but nonetheless, those are the things she thinks about. So she rummages through her luggage to see what she can give her. And she has nothing. She knows she has a document that she wants um, her sister to have later. But that's not a gift. Yeah, will return home in three days. She looks at the altar with Poppy's picture and realizes how much her father kept from them. Um, But then she thinks of the tiny pieces of him that revealed um, who he was, like this part of his life Mm -hmm. that she actually never paid attention to. And she notices on the back of the picture that there's an envelope of money and she thinks it's the money that she sent to Camino last week. And if it is what she's going to survive on. After Yahara is asleep, Camino searches Yahara's duffel bag and comes across her parents' marriage certificate, dated after Yahara and her were born. Yahara's family was first, the real family, and Camino is like, I just interrupted that. So mm-hmm. she rips up the certificate, noting that this is the last thing that she's had of him. She grabs what she wanted and leaves, leaving a note on the altar for Tia. She makes one last trip to the beach before heading to the airport. Yahaira wakes in the night and feels something is off. She tries to go back to sleep, but she gets up and notices the RIP certificate, um, marriage certificate on the floor, and she knows it was at the bottom of her bag, and she realizes that she don't know her sister at all. Mm-hmm. At the beach, she can... Um, at the beach, Camino can hear rustling of branches and she realizes that El Cero is there. Did you talk about what she stole out of her sister's backpack? We didn't get there yet. Oh, okay. How does he always know where she is? Mm. El Cero tells her that he likes to, um, he like to meet her sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Camino tells him that she will pay him What her father owes half today and half tomorrow, and she counts some money and shoves it at him, and she asks, he asks her, why is she walking around with all that money? And he's asking, is there more? He grabs the bag and he comes across her passport and the envelope of money. Mm -hmm. So that passport is what she took out of. Yahira's duffel bag Mm -hmm. she said you're trying to he said you're trying to make a run for it and without paying a debt and Camino is now angry and so she tells him he's a dirt bag and that his sister is probably turning in a grave El Cedro grabs her by her blouse and pulls her up telling her not even to mention his sister's name calling her ugly and uppity and he shoves her back and as she he shoves her back down, her foot twists, and Alcero takes the money and Yahira's passport and puts it in his back pocket and begins to attack her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Yahira realizes that Camino is not at home and goes to the living room and notices the envelope. With Tia's name on the altar and she hears the dog barking as well. Mm -hmm. When she goes to see that the dog is barking at the house, she realizes that her sister needs her attention. She needs to help. She grabs a bag. She goes to grab her bag and a lamp falls and Tia and mommy are awakened. Yahara tells them that She sent Camino money a few days ago and Yahaira wonders where her sister would have gone, asking if she could have gone to the capital. And Tia dismisses that thought. And Tia tells her that they have no family there. And Yahaira tells him that she's got my passport, though. Um, And mommy says that they need to go to the airport again. Tia dismisses that as well, saying it doesn't open until four. And they notice that the dog has found his way underneath the fence. And they know that Camino is at the beach because the dog always follows her to the beach. Mm -hmm. Mommy pulls up. They leave the house, y'all, and they roll up on the beach. Mm -hmm. Yahadra jumps out of the car and she sees Camino fighting a man. And a man fighting, and a man is kneeling over her, and she shoves mm-hmm. the man so hard he falls. It's El Cero. El Cero tells you how to. She's going to want to mind her own business since she just met her sister yesterday. You had her fist balled up like this. She's with the thumbs her out. With the her. thumbs out. She ready. That's the way to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just said, you'll want to leave Camino alone. A uh, Camino alone from now on. From now on. He charges at her, but the headlight slows him down and mommy and Tia jump into the clearing and Tia is holding a machete and praying loudly. Mm -hmm. Mommy tells him, this girl does not exist to you anymore. She doesn't live here. You won't be able to reach her. She tells him she... I, am, I a, am not a nobody. I am not a nobody. Okay. You there heard me. Nowhere. Everybody
0: going to know and the whole world going to come after you. That's I'm right. Like, Wait a second. Now
1: I know your daddy in the middle. Of, what was y'all doing? She's a big deal. She's, She's a, a big, big deal. deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's a big deal. And Camino finally said, give back what you took, all of it. And you mm-hmm. picks. to So, um, El Seto drops, pulls it out of his pocket and drops it, and Yahada picks it up. What he yeah, throws and to the Yeah, that's the ground. cash.
0: That's her, pa- that's uh, Yahada's <laughs> passport.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The next morning, to tells mommy that Camino needs to come back with them, not because of what Poppy wanted, but because it's what she needs most. Yeah. Mommy gets up and leaves with without saying a word. And when she returns later that afternoon, she tells Camino she needed a mother and she wasn't sure if she could be that for her. She says since she and her mother were friends, she would look at Camino and she thought she would see betrayal. She then gives Camino a folder with an emergency appointment for a visa, uh, um, for a visa scheduled interview, for yeah. three days, uh, mm-hmm. visa interview. And it's scheduled for the next three days for within the next three days. something like that. And mommy tells Camino she'll come with them. So she <laughs> is a big deal because in the middle of conversation, she just got up and got an expedited visa interview. Yeah. And so mommy like tells Camino. Mm -hmm. That she (laughs) she will come with them back to New York. And that is the end of the story. Thank you. Shall we take a quick break? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And we're back. Kari. So, that was. was long. I'm just, I tried to cut it short but it didn't work out. You did a great job. What is the final verdict and would you recommend this book? This book was so unexpected. I didn't
0: um, know going into it that it would be written in like it's a poem. It is actually a poem and it's done so well executed So in a way that is so focused uh, that the story doesn't get lost in its stanzas, in what it's trying to do, in the format, in the medium. Uh, the story shines through very clearly it is heart wrenching you you guess pretty early likely that they're sisters uh, but what happens next and then the showdown at the beach I found myself tearing up um, the mm. way these women don't have him anymore but they have each other and once someone is dead you can be mad you can be bitter but who you mad and bitter at he dead now mm-hmm. <laughs> you might mm-hmm. as well go ahead and get over it and take care of this girl like a mom you know she has nothing um, and there's something so So powerful in that truth, like you can be mad at dead people if that's what you want to do, but it won't help you move forward. Um, So really great job. I really enjoyed this book and I would recommend it and read it again. There were parts when there was language, um, a few parts that bordered on intimacy. So that's something that readers should know. Um, But other than that, there's also not very clear if um, Camino was indeed assaulted Uh, We know that that was the idea at the beach. That's where it was going. Um, But I like that it's kind of ambiguous how far that situation went and however far it went. She is supported um, going forward. So, yeah, five stars. What about you? What did you think of Clap When You Land? And is this a book you'd recommend?
1: So um, I really love this writing style Mm -hmm. and and the audio recording so I listened to it first and when I was listening to it I was like wait th- do I have the right book what, <laughs> what is this a, what is this and is this going to this, like, is this just a section it or, sounds yeah. it's poetry when I'm listening <laughs> it, I hear poetry the way mm-hmm. it's read and I was like this is really interesting. So it took me a second to get into it, understand what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like the audio and I love the writing style. And hearing this story was, and I teared up a couple of times in this yeah. book. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was pretty, it has so some So What sad really parts really got you? The fight. The fight, and when um, she offered, when mommy offered to take Camino home, mm-hmm. that was touching to me. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, how much does she have to give up in that moment? Everything she'd been holding on to for over 16 years. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't just leave this man. I mean, she wasn't in a position to do that in her eyes. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And that's. There's a section, there's the part in here where um, I think this is Yahara talking and she's talking about what the airline says and doesn't say. Let me just jump mm-hmm. back to it. Yeah. They don't say, I'm
0: sorry. I did yeah. this to you and I'm sorry. Because of course, you know, legalities. yeah,
1: liability, they're trying mm-hmm. to protect themselves. So it says the airline representatives don't say grievance. Hmm. They No, let me start all over. The airline representatives say grievance. They don't say grieve. Say unprecedented. Don't say crash. Mm. Say mechanical failure. Don't say dead. It's just the way it's... You gotta have the book. But Mm -hmm. it's the way that it's listed. I just think it's so cool. And Mm -hmm. there's several... Um, stanzas, if you will, since it's poetry th- that are written like that, and it's a very um, cool. It's cool. You're right. Cool book, very yeah. cool book. So, yes, yeah, so that's my this style. verdict. Uh, I agree with your verdict as well, and um, I think I would recommend the book if you like uh, poetry.
0: Lovely, lovely. Well, thank you for that, Alexis. Thank you for introducing us to this work. Is this YA?
1: I was, as I was reading it, I was thinking it was, but i um, mm. I guess we don't yes, have to be yes, too precious about that. It, it is, is Wyatt. Okay. Mm, it is why.
0: You Wyatt. know, Wyatt is where it's at, honey. Uh, Apparently. I mean, it really is. They're all about conciseness, mm-hmm. they're all about emotion. I'm just loving YA lately. So thank you for that. And thank you to everyone listening for listening to our show. What are we reading next week, Alexis?
1: Is it franchise?
0: It's nothing. Hey, we get two weeks off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be off for the holiday. Right, right. So we'll have a relip episode for you guys to listen to.
0: Yes. Still stay tuned because we still have fun things. And we'll also have a few episodes of a little literally, or at least they're on the schedule. So stay tuned for those on rotating Tuesdays. So again, thank you all for listening to Lit Society. It'll be a relit episode next week. We'll see you next Thursday. Lit Society is brought to you by Alexis Anaria and Kari Herrera. Support the cause by leaving a five-star review for our show on Apple Five Podcasts, stars. along with a comment about why you absolutely love us. We, we love, love y'all you too. too. Leave a comment and a review also on Spotify. The girls over there at Spotify have that capability. Now, if you've <laughs> enjoyed what you've just heard, tell a friend about Lit Society. Visit litsocietypod.com for show notes this month's book list and to sign up for our amazing email newsletter, which has returned. And until next time, you guys, read read something.